Today's episode features a conversation with Joey Vara. Joey has worked as a coach, as a trainer, an athletic director, and he's even done a lot with videography and photography in the world of athletics. He's got a lot of good insight on how we can use athletics to reach our community, and I'm really looking forward to sharing this conversation with you. My name is Luke Clayton, and welcome to the Must Increase Podcast. Um, that, that for me is another reason why use this, use media to get people excited about, you know, your athletic programs there at a school or a church or, or a ministry in general, uh, because that's how they're used to connecting to it. Um, and so, uh, and so I think that's a good transition point for us to kind of move into talking about, about, you know, you talk about the importance of athletics and, you know, you want to have a balanced approach in a ministry. Sure. You, you do, you don't want you know, I mean, we've all heard the horror stories or maybe experienced it ourselves <laughs> of, you know, the little league parent who just like, you know, comes off the bench and goes crazy and whatever. And I've actually, <laughs> Hey, no, here, here it is. I'm not going to tell the story right now. Uh, but true story. I have been ejected from a church league softball game. True story. <laughs> it happened. Maybe I'll tell it some other time. Um, oh, you so definitely we, have to tell that, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was anyways, it, it happens. Um, but we, um, you know, so all we hear those horror stories and we always say, hey, we have and I think that's where you talk about the higher ups, you know, the uh, those in administration or, or you know, maybe uh, lead pastors, those that are kind of calling the shots on the highest level. I, I know from my experience, that's a lot of time what they're concerned about. They say, well, we just don't want, you know, people to get so consumed with athletics that they forget about, you know, obviously the academic side of things and most importantly, the spiritual side of things, and they lose test their testimony and things like that. So, you know, you're an athletic director, you've been a coach. Um, I think I'd like to hear your kind of thoughts on how do we take that balanced approach? Uh, and like you said, take advantage of the sports that students want to be involved with and, and use that in a way that yes, it develops uh, godly character and teamwork and understanding all these principles, life principles, uh, but also doing it from balanced approach to where, yeah, we are, we're all still Christian here, you know? Absolutely. And man, I feel like there's so much, just with that question, I feel like you can go so many different directions with it. And the reason why I say that is because I've been in a few different places and, you know, each place has their own, um, culture already established. Um, or you could say lack of it. Um, you know, and everyone's in a different position, you know, depending on even, you know, what city you live in. So um, I would, you know, I guess from just a general standpoint, I mean, obviously, at the end of the day, the Lord has to has to become number one, you know, I totally, totally agree and get that. And that's what it should be. At the end of the day, you should be pleasing the Lord with what you're doing. Um, now, I've been in a couple of different situations where you know, even just here, you know, where we've been at, um, starting my second year, we weren't going to have anybody to even have a basketball team. You know, the school was so small, um, you know, so we had to end up finding people that would want to come and be a part of, um, our part of the program. So that's, that's just one scenario where, you know, we were at another scenario that I was in whenever I was, you know, back in Florida where there was plenty of people, it was just that they needed more, you know, coming from the coaches and, you know, from everything else from um, just needed time to be spent with them, you know, um, 
needed people to be in their lives, like showing them every single day, hey, we're going to be here for you. We're going to push you. We're going to love you. And at the end of the day, all of this is for one reason, and that's to help build you guys into the young people that you should become. Mm. And that's where that's where it comes, you know, what I what I mentioned earlier, to whom much is given, much is required. If you were mm. if you were in a place, if you were in a school that you're not giving, you know, these kids, you know, a, a good athletic experience or, you know, even just, you know, money to be able to run the programs and those type of things, you know, to me, that's not pleasing the Lord, mm. you know, because we're not giving these young people what they need. But so that's what I'm saying. There's I feel like you can go a lot of different directions in this because, you know, to anybody that's listening, everyone's in a different position. Yeah. You know, and so you've got to figure out, OK, where are we at? Obviously, where do we want to get to? But if you have a lack of people wanting to come to your school and you look at your athletic program, your athletic program's dead. There's you know, they kind of work together um, mm. from from my experiences that I've seen. So you do have to build some of the excitement. You do have to get on, you know, that, that's why media is such a huge part of this, because if you're not telling your story, somebody else is, Yeah. Um, wow. you know, so I think um, all those things, you know, that's what I'm saying. You can go a lot of different directions here. Um, ultimately, you know, the heart has to be, yes, we want to please the Lord with what we're doing. Now, I feel like that's going to look differently in different places, just depending on, like I said, where you live. Like, you know, we're here in Raleigh right now, dude. We've got 15, if not more, other private schools that kids mm -hmm. get to choose where they want to get to go to, you know. Um, and a lot of those other places have more money than we do. They may have better teachers than we do. We have to find um, a reason why we would want people to want to be able to come here. Um, you know, but at the same time, you know, every school has, has their differences too. Um, what type of kids you're going to allow in your school. Is it going to be open enrollment? Is it going to be closed enrollment? Hmm. You know, so uh, another part of this I would definitely say is, um, you know, starting a, a youth program. Like I'm talking about, you know, K-5, first grade, second grade. You've got to start those kids when they're little. Um, hmm. If you don't, you'll get over here to where it is going to be dead on the on the high school end. And you are going to have a small school and, you know, kids are maybe not going to be looking to want to come there you know, for athletics. So now your, your athletes either end up leaving or they go to another school that does a better job of one, promoting their athletics, number two, giving more to their athletics, you know? And so those are some reasons why, why, why people are going to want to end up going to different places. You know, like I said earlier, you know, um, you've been kicked out, <laughs> you've been kicked out of a, out of a softball game. People, people get revved up. P people get emotional when it comes to sports for, for whatever reason. You know, um, we've all heard the phrase, you know, sports, um, you know, builds character. Mm -hmm. um, I think it I think it does build character. But more than anything, it reveals your character first. Wow. Yeah. Um, but I think but I think you also can build it. But I think it reveals it first. Um, so using using sports as as a tool to be able to teach life lessons. Um, mm -hmm. Last thing I'll say is this, like um, we started a little Eagles program here about three years ago. And um, so right now, every week, I'm spending about an hour with our fourth through sixth grade boys. Um, you know, two weeks ago, we had a we had a problem where, well, we started playing three on some three on three. We showed some video. We showed them, hey, here's, you know, here's the spacing that we want to look for. You know, here's how we're going to play unselfishly. We're going to be passing the basketball. We're going to cut. 
you know, when someone does something well, we're gonna give them a high five. So we're teaching them life lessons. Well, during that time, um, they were playing three on three. And I want to say about three or four different kids, you know, got mad at each other because the kid made a made a bad pass or he messed up. And it was really easy for these for these kids, four through sixth grade boys, to hop onto each other, not in the right way. Yeah. You know, the Bible says iron sharpeneth iron. You know, so there's a way that you can approach people about stuff. Um, but there's also a way that that you can't. And so these kids as, you know, fourth through sixth grade young men, you know, they were going about it not the right way. Now, is that fully their fault? I don't believe so. I believe we have to teach them. This is how you let him know, hey, you know what, you messed up. But that's not how you come to him. You tell him, hey, man, listen, dude, we all mess up. It's all good. You got the next one. You know, so we stopped it right there. We let them know, hey, here's here's how we do this. We want to be encouraging at the same time that that you know that we want to get a point across. But the way they get a point across is not by tearing people down. That's not how that's not how we should approach this. That's not how Christ would approach this. So then to me, the next part was the best part. And that was, well, how do we correct this now? Mm. Uh, we talked about it. Um, so I told them, listen, you're gonna have I'm gonna give everybody one minute right now. To where if if you approach somebody wrongly, like or just went about it in the wrong way, um, and if God has put that on your heart that you need to go talk to them and let them know, now's your time to make that right. Hmm. And uh, we had about three different kids go over to a different kid and be like, "Hey, man, I'm so sorry. You know, please forgive me. You know, you got the next one, man. Let's let's go." And it was really cool to see because here you have four through six grade boys you know, that we're there for basketball, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, we're really there to teach them character and life lessons and really how to become a champion. And that's not just on the court, but also off the court. So to me, that's probably one of the biggest things within, you know, athletics um, that we can do is start them young and teach them these lessons when they're young. So that way, by the time when they are older and they are in the high school side of things, they know the correct way to act. They know they know what they need to do. You know, they know how to be a team. They know how to be unselfish. And so what that's going to do, you you do the hard work over here. By the time they're over here, now these guys are the one leading all the rest of everybody behind them. Yeah. So to me, I think that's probably one of the best ways that you can go about that. But that's just my yeah. own personal opinion. No, no, and that's great. And I, I love going back to what you said about how uh, that really stuck with me, stuck out to me. Uh, sports and athletics doesn't, just build character it first reveals character and um really if you think about it in the life of a of of a young person uh whether they start playing sports in you know high school junior high middle school or, or maybe even younger as you're talking about that's probably going to be some of the first times that that these kids experience some type of stress in terms of, I know, I know that there are kids who go through a lot of bad stuff. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this is <laughs> universally true. Um, kids go through emotional problems at home. And I get that. I'm talking about the stress of, first of all, it's physically exhausting. You know, you get, you get, you know, uh, into the second, third quarter, even of a, of a basketball game. And you've been running up and down the court, you're sweating, you're tired, you're fatigued, you've got to work through that. Um, but it's also this, there are these rules that you have to keep in mind. 
you know, you have to dribble. Uh, you can't, you can't uh, travel, you know, you've got these certain, you can't foul. You've got to be careful. You've got these rules and you've got to balance all that. You've got other people to keep in mind. You know, you've got four other, uh, you know, players that you've got to keep in mind and you've got plays that you're trying to remember. It's a, in the moment, uh, it, be, it becomes kind of, it, it's, it's a stressful situation. You're down. You need to, you know, that the game's neck and neck, you need to pull away and, and, and take the win. And so because of that, like you said, the character gets revealed because now you're having you're you're under some type of of pressure and it's the first time many of these kids will experience you know that that maybe maybe that type of pressure and stress and so i like how you said that about how it reveals character it's so true um and here's here's something i like about this conversation overall and uh, i have some some kind of maybe follow up thoughts and questions with it you know this is the first time on this podcast where we've really talked about this angle of sports in general sports media um but so we, we you know our audience is going to be people that uh, a lot of church leaders um and guys pastors maybe that have um churches uh, but maybe they don't have a christian school and so my my first kind of follow up and and thought here is you know, um, would you tell these guys, okay, obviously starting a Christian school, that can be, that could be a lot. Um, most churches don't ever go that route, but starting what you talked about, a youth program for sports, I feel is something in the, in the kind of, in the purview of many churches out there, not all, um, you know, you have to have right, you know, facilities and connections and things like that. But, um, I don't know what would be your, um, maybe approach if you somewhat, if there was a pastor or somebody who said, Hey, I've never done this before. You know, we're just looking to start something. Um, how, what advice would you give them as far as maybe just practical, like, here's how to go about, you know, making that happen. I got you. So, um, you know, if they don't have a school or something like that, then, you know, maybe if they're just using it for outreach, um, you know, definitely I would probably try to find somebody that, um, that is in the church that's passionate about sports, that loves kids you know, that just wants to make a difference and, and, you know, just try to talk with them. Hey, are you interested at all in, you know, helping build a little bit of an outreach program, you know, for kids? Um, I think, you know, different ages, you're going to probably have a better shot at. Um, I know different churches, you know, do the upward programs. I think, you know, that's excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, I know even we've done it here before, uh, but I think, you know, it goes back to what we talked about, you know, earlier, you know, every place is so different, man you know, um, just from, you know, the city, from the people that are in it, even just within the church, how many people you have maybe willing to help out. Um, I remember whenever I was back at West coast, uh, we used to do this, uh, especially my freshman and sophomore year, but I think it was like Tommy, John, Danny, and I, like we, we, Eric McKay was another one. We'd go out, um, you know, to just different basketball courts on Saturdays, Hmm. um, you know, right after zoning or as a part of zoning, and there'd be, you know, kids there and they're playing basketball and we'd ask, Hey, can we play, you know? And, um, you know, Glenn would be doing all these and one moves, you know, nice. Eric was shooting, and, you know, John was doing all this crazy dribbling and stuff. And so it was your way of connecting with these kids, you know? And so we would try to make a deal with them. Hey man, you know, like if we beat you, you got to come to church on Sunday, yeah, you know, yeah. like just kind of j- joking around and stuff like that. And, um, it was just our way of connecting with them. And, you know, uh, many times, you know, those kids would end up coming, um, Mm. you know, and kids would end up getting saved that way. Um, So to me, that, that was a very easy way. Now, all of us were in college. We all had a little extra time on our hands on Saturday. You know, we love playing basketball anyways. Uh, We were just doing something we love to do. 
Um, back then we were all in shape, you know, so it's, uh, it was, you know, at that time it was, it was good for us. You know what I mean? Um, I would probably say when I went to Pensacola, I did that a few times. Um, you know, but I think that right there is a quick, easy one. You know, it's not even anything you have to do out of your church or at your church. You can literally just go to courts and just want to start playing with them. And, and that's just basketball, you know? Um, but I do know of there's another pastor. I, I can't think of his name right now. I saw him post about it the other day and um, he was asking for prayer. Um, they were going to do their first three on three um, event and mm. it was going to be through the church. I don't think they had a Christian school. And so they had just put on a three on three event. They had all these people come together uh, within the church and they were, you, you were, they were utilizing basketball um, and this three on three event as a way to be able to reach people you know, feed the kids, let them have some fun. And then at the end of it, you know, end up um, opening the gospel and sharing with them for a few minutes, you know, mm. here's what you got to do to be saved. You know, we yeah. love the game, but we love you guys. It's just the presence showing them that, Hey, we love you. We care about you. We're interested in what you're interested in. And then they have, um, you know, they have a reason to want to come and be a part of what you got going on. Uh, one more thing I would probably mention is um, I loved um, I loved how Lancaster Baptist did this. Um, and it was a couple years after I think we had left or we had graduated. Um, but they did this campaign called the Love Works campaign. Do you remember yep. that? Did you ever hear that? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, man, that was that was so cool that I that I saw. I know one of um, I think one of their groups, I believe, went to, um, you know, a local high school football game. They painted their faces, you know, they made all these signs. Um, and But before the game, they, you know, fed the whole team. I don't know if it was just the home mm -hmm. team or if it was both the teams. Uh, it may have just been the home team. Um, and then, you know, they had all these church members, you know, go wearing pretty much the same shirt, Love Works, um, fed the kids. Then at the game, like they're cheering their heads off for them, going crazy for them. You know, and so all these kids are like, man, who are these guys? You know what I mean? Well, they're from Lancaster Baptist Church. And yeah. um, and so from what I remember, if I remember this correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you know the story, but um, a lot of those kids on Sunday ended up coming to church because they shouldn't, you know, these people showed an interest in them and didn't know mm -hmm. who they were. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to know more, like, why did they do that? Who are these yeah. people? You know, and so because they showed the interest at the end of the day, showed value. Um, they wanted to come and see what they were all about. And that was a way for them to connect. So to me, those are some really easy ways. You know, um, if you're going to bring value to somebody else, you know, and if you do something and without expecting anything in return, just automatically, man, they're going to have questions. They're going to yeah. want to know, why would you do this for me? You know, and they're going to want to know more about you. Um, and I'll say one more thing on 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 this, with the whole graphic design stuff that, um, that I've been trying to build here as of late. Um, there was a guy that I was friends with who, who was an agent. Um, and years ago, you know, I was kind of a little bit more in that world. And, um, and so, you know, there was a guy on our team, uh, I played on the ABA team for, you know, slightly for like a year. And there was a guy that, um, that was really good in our team. And I was want to put him in touch with this guy. And so, um, that's the only way I kind of knew him was through Facebook and so, um, like we had talked, you know, a little bit, but this is probably like eight or nine years ago. Well, I kind of looked him up the other day and, um, now he's got a lot of NBA clients kind of like as his, as, um, as his guys hmm. and, um, looked at his social media, kind of noticed that, you know, he really social media wise, he really wasn't doing a whole lot, uh, wasn't doing it at a high level. 
And so what I did was I probably spent about four or five hours one evening whenever the kids went to bed, um, creating a template um, and then um, putting him on it. And I just threw it to him. It was in the summertime. It was almost a year ago. And um, I threw it to him and he responded really quickly. And I was like, man, that's fire. Thank you so much. Then he starts asking me questions like, you know, what'd you do this for? You know, like, uh, why'd you do this for me? And so we ended up having a phone conversation that next day. And well, he told me this, he said, man, he said, um, first, I just want to say thank you. He said, a lot of people hit me up, want to know what can I do for them? He said, but nobody is ever reaching out, trying to do something for me. Mm. So he said, I just want to say thank you so much for that. So that started a conversation and a relationship that we've been able to have. And so um, this past year, I've been able to do a lot of his content here as of late, just when guys get signed and um, stuff like that. And so now I consider him a friend. Yeah. And, um, you know, so anyways, yeah, at the end of the day, man, that's what it's about is just trying to give as much value as possible. And I think if you do that, you know, I think people can see that you have a love there and they want to know where does that love come from? And that's, that's where you get to be able to them get to know you as, as a Christian. So I know it's kind of a long winded answer, but hopefully that helps. Yeah, no, that's great. A lot of good stuff there. And I really, I mean, obviously the, the overline just thought that if you reach out and you you help seemingly wanting nothing in return, uh, that does make a difference to people uh, on in all different levels of life, whether it be ministry or even professionally. Uh, it makes a difference when you reach out just to help. Um, and I like to, going back to what you talked about, how maybe churches can get involved with their communities through sports, you know, you're saying doesn't have to be a formal program that your church operates necessarily. You know, you, you don't, if you're able to great, but you know, like we said, most churches probably don't have the facilities for that, the people right. for that. But, you know, I love your example of uh, just going uh, and finding, you know, I, I, I did. And, and since I told, uh, well, started <laughs> to share my story about my low moment in sports, I'll tell you about one of my high moments. I did that Let's one go. time when I was in Lancaster and that is the only time I have ever made a full court shot. Uh, I literally just took the ball and I just threw it <laughs> and swish. Uh, and those man. kids thought I was, the oh man. yeah, uh, was before Steph Curry. So that, I mean, this was, this is unprecedented, you know? Um, so, uh, anyway, that so that, awesome. that's, I had to, I had to share that one, you know, cause I've also been ejected from softball games. So I've had good and bad <laughs> moments, but, uh, but anyways, um, well, Joey, w- there's really a lot, uh, more we could talk about, but I know we're kind of running, running low on time here. And so I would, maybe we'll have you back on sometime to, to talk even more about this, but I think you've given a lot of good insight, a lot of good thoughts about how we can, uh, I like how, uh, you know, we, we went from, you can use media to promote sports and then you can use sports in your obviously your school but even your church to reach out to your community and uh, reveal character build character a lot of good stuff we've talked about here uh any closing thoughts here as we kind of round out the conversation no man i just want to say thanks for letting me come on i appreciate it you know um i appreciate your friendship and um love everything you're doing and helping bring value to all these churches and stuff man so it's it's huge you know i know that the lord's using you and um you know, so I just appreciate you. And um, at the end of the day, you know, we're just trying to reach more and more people for him, um, you know, and anything that we can do to to try to impact them and the talents that God has given us, you know, that's to me what it's all about, you know. Yeah. So um, if anybody has any questions for sports media stuff, I'd, you know, uh, I'd definitely be willing to point them in the right direction as far as what's what's worked for us. And mainly it's just learning from other people, like you said, you know, mm-hmm. so. 
Well, uh, no, thanks for those kind words. And then uh, also, though, with that in mind, my last thing is, be like I said, we'll throw some links in the description in the show notes. But for those that, you know, don't take the time to actually look at those, uh, what's the best way uh, for people to connect with you uh, in terms of maybe a website, Instagram, email, something like that? Gotcha. So um, email, it would just be joeyvmedia at gmail.com. And then, you know, probably Facebook is uh, probably easiest. You know, my name's Joey Barra. Just look me up on Facebook. Um, and then Instagram, if they want to go to Instagram, um, probably my um, my main one would be Joey Vara Designs. And that's just, you know, send me a message and, um, you know, we can get the conversation going and go from there. Okay, so. good deal. Well, like I said, we'll, we'll throw those ways to connect with you in our show notes here. Uh, Joey, thanks again for joining us. And uh, we'll, again, we'll, we'll have to do this again sometime. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Well, thanks again for joining us for this episode. I do hope that if you haven't yet, you will subscribe to our YouTube channel and that you will follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps when you leave us a five-star review and when you tell others about the podcast. So please do that. And we would be so grateful. Of course, if you want to connect with me and learn more about what we can do for churches through churchmediahq.com or through other organizations through Creative Team Pro, you can find all of that information at mustincrease.com. Well, thanks so much again for being a part of our audience and for checking out this episode. And we look forward to seeing you next time as we continue to increase truth and inspire hope right here on the Must Increase podcast. 